Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello, beautiful community. This is your host, Lisa Colon-Delay, and you're listening to Spark My Muse. This is Soul School, Lesson 284, Feast on Your Life. Today I want to highlight the Caribbean poet Derek Walcott, as well as one of his poems called Love After Love. I also want to mention that Derek Walcott is specifically a Caribbean poet, and as I think of my own identity and coming back around to embrace the Puerto Ricanness of myself outside of migrating from Puerto Rico, where I was born and raised for a little while in my childhood. When I returned, I had several really important conversations about identity, Latin American identity. And what makes Puerto Ricans distinctive, especially people who live on the island and call that place home, is the Caribbeanness of their identity. It's distinctive from other places in South America, Central America. It's very unique. It has a unique history that is shared among other Caribbean nations, even though sometimes the languages are different. Caribbean poets write in various languages. Where Derek Walcott was from was St. Lucia. That is an English-speaking island because it was colonized by the United Kingdom. French, Dutch, and Spanish and creolized dialects are also spoken in the Caribbean. There are some remnants of Aboriginal Caribbean words and language that have remained, and African and Asian words have come into the language of places in the Caribbean as well. Common to Caribbean poetry and literature is the diverse Caribbean environment in terms of history, But there are common themes of colonialism, slavery, and resistance. Caribbean music is very distinctive compared to other places in the world, usually having heavy influences of African music. And each island's politics and history, struggle for independence and self-determination, migration and exile, 
plus the mixing and creation of new culture through the coming together of many cultures, is featured. Walcott's poetry also reflects these themes and shares these same perspectives. He recounts the aftermath of slavery and colonization in the Caribbean and the reality of the divided self within. So this confusing mix of what has happened in the history and politics of the various islands in the Caribbean adds to the confusion within each person as well. As a native of St. Lucia, people of the island figure prominently in his poetry, such as Schooner Flight, The Sea is History, Midsummer Tobago, and in The Spoiler's Return, he resurrects a dead Calypsonian and uses his persona to comment on the quality of post-independence Caribbean self-governance. After St. Lucia, he called Trinidad home. In his most famous poem called Amoros, he uses Homer's Iliad as an obvious reference and harkens back to it as he describes and celebrates the day-to-day heroism of people who go out and face the weather and the power that has been in their past. He celebrates the common Caribbean fishermen who subsist through fishing each day. Walcott was born in 1930, and he passed away recently in 2017. I'll be linking to his poetry, as well as some information about him. This can be found in the companion page, which I always try to have as an extra for each episode. And I hope you appreciate some of that extra work that I put in to make sure that this episode is not just audio, but also something to sink your teeth into beyond that. I thank all of you for supporting me, whether you subscribe as a free or paid subscriber. It really means a lot to me to grow this following. And over the last few weeks, it has grown. And I really appreciate you for following along. The poem I will feature today is called Love After Love. Love After Love. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome. And say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who is yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all of your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit, feast on your life. So what this poem means to the author is one thing, It's about identity and a return to self. Surely it's about settling into identity. This poem certainly has a meaning universally, too. It's a very human poem about homecoming, internal homecoming, as I see it. For me personally, it really has a parallel to my own life, the Caribbean identity I have, as Derek Walcott did. And this idea of reckoning with yourself, of greeting yourself again as you are, the self that you find in the mirror, your true self, instead of searching elsewhere for it, that you find yourself at home within. There's pieces in this poem, all of your life whom you ignored for another who knows you by heart. There's something really sort of tender there in this homecoming. And the idea of sitting with yourself and feasting on your life not taking any pieces for granted, not looking elsewhere for your comfort or for your identity or for belonging, really belonging to yourself. 
love after love. To me, this really is a poem I could read just again and again and again, and each time sort of letting it sink deeper into me and letting it speak to me like medicine. I will also have some pictures of St. Lucia and some of these St. Lucian fishermen that, that Derek Walcott talks about, pictures of him as well. I want to read this again, love after love. Listen very carefully. See if you don't find yourself speaking to yourself in some way, calling yourself home to sit and feast on your life. Love after love. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit. Feast on your life. Such a beautiful poem by Derek Wilcott. It makes me wonder, too, what does it mean to feast on your life? To enjoy it, perhaps, yes. To revel in it. To count your blessings, perhaps. To look over the experiences of your life with wonder, with amazement, with gratitude. To appreciate what you have, who you are, where you come from, who your family is. And not weighing what you have or wish you had. Instead, coming back to yourself and realizing the worth of yourself, this ultimate eternal worth. And this is the kind of love that when we have it for ourselves, it can overflow to other people in a gracious compassion. But when we don't give ourselves the chance to sit and feast on our life in gratitude or to welcome ourselves as a stranger that we've ignored welcome ourselves with elation and greet ourselves with our own arriving. If we've never done that, how in the world could we ever offer hospitality to someone else's soul or care for their soul when we've never welcomed our own soul, our own inner being, the wounded inner child even? What capacity would allow us to do that if we've never done it for ourselves? peel your own image from the mirror. And I wonder, to the depths of that phrase, peel your own image from the mirror. It is if to say this projection that you've seen needs to be taken down as you sit with yourself. So for whatever you get out of this poem, I hope that it's positive. I hope that you can, in a sense, luxuriate in it, take it in deeply, listen to it again and again and accept the invitation to sit and feast on your life. I'd love to know what that could mean for you, whether it's something immaterial, whether it's doing something that is some kind of an action or some kind of a ritual, perhaps. What could that mean in actuality? What could that invitation be? 
I would love to hear your input on this because I would love to collect a few of your ideas and share them with everybody listening. In what ways can we feast on our life? Maybe you can tell me and let me know. There will be a place to do this in the comments section at the companion page. You get there by going to sparkmymuse.com for this episode, SSL 284, going to the companion page and leaving a note there in the comments section. Please do that. I invite you to do that. And I will share some of those replies in an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. May you have blessing and peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.